to the third episode of the Collegiate Cornell Podcast. You're joined Jagger Pfeiffer and Corey Riddle. Corey, how, how's your week, man? Been a busy week, a hot week here in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is for sure. We're also joined by Ben Brown. Ben, how is your your, your week, Ben? Hopefully, better than Corey's. <laughs> I live like 15 minutes away from him, so yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think the the heat is hitting everybody in the nation right now. How, how hot is it over there in Kentucky? It's like 90. 90? Yeah, today I got in my car and it's at 105. That's how hot it was in my car. I know so, uh, it was either yesterday or today. We, Stillwater, our high was 113. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty toasty down here. <laughs> he, he, well, how how uh, how high is the humidity, uh, humidity there? It kind of depends on the day. Here lately, it's been pretty dry just because of the the heat that it's been. But usually in the summer, especially like during like August, it is it is really high humidity. You'll just be outside sweating all day. But it hasn't been high humidity this year. Our humidity today was like eighty-seven. Yeah, that that sucks. I I I have heard over there in that eastern part of the eastern part of the country, it, the humidity sucks real bad. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It makes the cornhole board sticky. It does. Oh. It definitely does. <laughs> I, I I hate when you go outside to throw and it's just like you, you can't get the bag to do anything. It just stays. That's how it was in Tridelphia. Yeah. So t- tell us a little, little bit more uh, about Tridelphia. H- how'd you do and uh, what? H- how'd you come out? Uh, well, uh, in the blind draw, I got Emory Parker. And, yeah, it was – we did all right. We lost to uh, Fisher Hamilton and that mm-hmm. little kid, yeah. Garrett Williams. And they are on fire. Yeah. We lost 21 to 19 or something like that to them. And then we ended up getting beat by uh, – Trevor Kufus and Robbie Davis. That was a pretty good team, too. I think we were like four or five and two. I'm not really sure what place we came in. And then uh, doubles, I made tier one with uh, Carter Bennett. He's a guy who lives up in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, we kind of, I mean, I, I struggled a little bit because it was 9 a.m. and it was kind of asleep. But uh, we ended up scraping by. We beat uh, Tanner and Easy, actually. That was a pretty big win. That's pretty awesome. And then we, we went four and two and barely got to tier one. I think we went like three and two in the bracket. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, we we lost a game we probably shouldn't have lost. Was, uh, we didn't throw very good. We we just come off a game where we both were throwing like an eleven plus PPR and we were rolling and then we kind of probably overlooked the next team and neither one of us threw very good. And then we were rewarded with Jimmy McGuffin and Jordan Power in the uh losers bracket. I have yeah. no idea why they're in the losers bracket, but they were. So Yeah. That was a pretty that's tough one. That's definitely a tough team to beat there. I mean, either way. Yeah, they had just gotten done beating uh, Adam Hizzer and Cody Henderson 21 to, like, two. So, they were stroking. <laughs> and then in singles. No, no reason. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have been. Neither one of those two should have been losers bracket. But it's fun. And then uh, in singles, I think I came, like, nine to my bracket. I, I, I really didn't have it all week. It was up and down. I would have a game right through, like, amazing. And the next game I threw, like, a six PPR. Well, I don't know if I ever threw that bad, but it, was, it wasn't good. Well, it doesn't sound like you did terrible at all. I mean. No, nah, uh, it was just – it was frustrating because I was throwing good all week. 
And when I got there, I was just like, something was like off. I couldn't, I couldn't get it going. So. Yeah. Th- there's just sometimes I know, I know sometimes when I walk up to the boards, I'm just like, man, I'm just not feeling it right now. And it, and yeah. that just translates. It's yeah. I started losing all my confidence and it was like, I couldn't get it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. Well, I do know you walk up to the boards at the 2021 uh, NCCC this year and you had all the confidence in the world. You came out pretty good. So t- tell us about your experience at the uh, uh, national championship this last year. Uh, it was awesome. It was, it was a great time. I, I met a bunch of great people. Um, I mean, it was, I met so many people. I don't like remember half the people I met. <laughs> and then uh, I just, I didn't have a problem with anybody. They were all nice. And then yeah. I came out, I went six and zero in the rounders and singles and ended up, Went, I went like 11 and one on the day. Only lost to Colby. So Colby in the finals. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was a crazy game too. I mean, uh, no. yeah, he, he, he was going to be a hard man to beat. He, he, he was on a roll that day. He was having, he was having a great day. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's, he's, a he's, he's already a pro for sure next year. Yep. Cause he's in the, he's like 13th ranked in the, mm-hmm. so he's already, he's already in. That's where he should be. He, he was a pro level yeah. talent at the college thing. He's only gotten better. So I mean, that's, yeah, that's for sure. I, I had I, I just I missed a couple bags left to start a couple rounds. If I, if I had those back, I think I might have been able to hold off, hold them off. Yeah, but, uh, it is what it is. He's he's a great thrower. So exactly, I exactly. I wasn't too bad. I wasn't too ashamed. Yeah, I I wouldn't be ashamed about getting second. I mean, hey, you, you got on uh, ESPN broadcast. That's a lot more than a lot of pros can say by themselves right now. I mean, uh, I mean, only the top half of the pros ever get on broadcast. And I mean, you, you, you got that privilege to throw on that level. I, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And they like always replayed the college thing too. Cause I've had people <laughs> even like last week say that they saw me on there. That's pretty so awesome. I don't know why they, they like choose the college thing to always replay, which is all, which is awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You can just turn on TV one day. And like, oh, there I am. <laughs> Yeah, it's been replayed like 15 times at least. That, <laughs> that's there's hilarious. people all the time texting, like, hey, you're back on. Uh, that's hilarious. It was kind of funny. I know the, the day back our team got, or the day after our team got back from Myrtle Beach, um, we went to Texas Roadhouse here in Stillwater, and uh, we were walking up there, and they had, I uh, was probably, you are probably on, you are probably playing, but we were in the background. It was kind of funny. It, they had it on one of the TVs. It was like, oh, yeah. there we are. Who just walked in? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about doubles, and then uh, doubles went pretty good too. We uh, made the broadcast. Uh, me and uh, Luke Slusher, he's another guy from up around Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and I actually met him at a local blind draw. And I need, I knew I wanted to go to the college thing, but I thought I was just going to be able to play singles because I didn't know anybody. And we were randomly, he was like, "Yeah, I, I go to EKU," and I was like, "Really?" So, well, shoot. There's somebody I can play with. Exactly. Me and him, <laughs> me and him partnered up, and uh, he he's he's really good. I mean he he was uh, down a little bit at the Myrtle Beach thing, so I know he he uh, he's told me he like apologized. I was like, dude, you don't have anything to apologize for. Everyone has the off days, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because he yeah he, he got nervous too, which I completely understand. I was nervous. I just if it wasn't for singles, I probably would have been way more nervous for doubles because yeah. I just had the experience already of being on there. 
And uh, exactly. what really helped me in singles was uh, I played against one of my friends who I played with all the time. First game, Nick Moore. Yep. I played yep, him Nick. first in singles. And I, me and him played together all the time. So it was, I don't know, I just felt way more comfortable. Yeah, if I would have played someone random. Exactly. I, I, I bet it's easy when you walk up to the boards and it's like, well, I, I know you anyway. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see here. So after getting the big stage and going on, getting on ESPN, that next semester that you were at EKU, were you like known on campus or anything? Did anybody like? Has say, hey, I, I seen that guy on ESPN. He played Cornell. Were, were you kind of famous there, at EKU, for a little while? Uh, not really. I mean, there's a few people, and then yeah. uh, obviously, like I didn't even like tell anybody I was really going besides like close friends. Huh. Like, like EKU, like the school itself, didn't even know. Wow. And then, uh, like a month later, like it was in like March or something. They, uh, I like, got an email from like the school of business up there, which is degree i'm going for accounting so uh, the school of business is like wrote, wrote like an article and like did something about me and then so i was like and other than that there's a few people like in my class that were like oh you're the ones but other than that it wasn't wasn't that big of a deal huh yeah which i don't i don't know i don't like ever telling i don't know i feel like i'm bragging if i'm like hey that was when he's yeah i don't know so I, yeah. I don't ever do that stuff either so <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so to kind of go off of that so you you go to Eastern Kentucky University, correct? And yeah. um, you said you were an accounting major. What what year are you? I'll be a junior. In you'll, you'll be a junior. Well, I finished my sophomore year. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, do you expect to graduate here in a? Uh, I guess it'd be twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna get my master's degree. Well, that's the plan, at least. Oh, I'm that's awesome. Master's degree. So I'm going to get my bachelor's and then I'm going to transfer to either the Cumberlands, which is where Corey goes, or I'm going to transfer <laughs> to UK and get my master's degree. So there you go. Either way, I, I won't be fully done for three more years, I guess. Sweet. Yeah. If you transfer to, you transfer to the Cumberlands, I'm getting my master's in coaching and we're going to back to nationals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Well, if I don't go pro, we'll go win the thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so are, are, where are you sitting at right now in the uh, standings? Are you at a point to where you're automatically pro or are you going to, are you going to plan on going to, um, Rock Hill? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, well, I'm actually third in Kentucky. Huh. Like, uh, overall, me and one of my best friends, Caden Allen, who just uh, came in second at Philadelphia, mm-hmm. he's second. And then our other buddy who's actually at my house right now, Nate Stevens is first. So like we're <laughs> one, two and three in Kentucky. It was pretty sweet. That's pretty and awesome. Then, uh, yeah, we all live like 10 minutes from each other. <laughs> so, uh, and then I think I'm like 140, 150, 160, somewhere. I haven't looked in a while because I knew I was probably already out. I didn't really care. And yeah. the open, I think I'm like 160. But I got to I got to get the early uh, registration. That's all I really cared about. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I Honestly, if I would have known that the top 24 would have made it. I probably would have tried harder for the year. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was top 24 overall. And I was like, there's no way I get top 24 overall. I didn't know it was like non-pro. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I believe it's everybody that's not a pro currently that's top 24 overall automatically gets yeah. pro status. Is that correct? Yeah. Unless, unless the pro uh, did not requalify through the state, then he takes one of the spots or he uh. or she. 
Okay. Yeah. So interesting. That's the so if there's a pro who's like sitting at like the twentieth, like overall, and he didn't uh he was out of the top fifty and top one hundred in pro, then he'd take one of uh the non pro spots. But hmm. yeah, if I would have known that's the start of the year, I probably would have tried a lot harder in the regional <laughs> the local. But, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. So so are are you planning on going to the pro qualifier? Uh, yeah, I'm already registered for it. You're, you're already uh, registered. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know there's a lot of, uh, the college players that we, we played with that are going like, I know, uh, for sure. Dalton Herrera is go, going down there and yeah. I'm, and I, uh, I believe there's kid. Logan uh, well, Chamberlain. yeah, Ch- Chamberlain actually qualified. He, he posted that oh, the yeah, other day. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think from, he had a really good performance at Tridelphia. I believe he got, yeah third in singles let me look it up real quick second in doubles i think yeah 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 he definitely got no he got second singles because he uh he got beat by uh shoot i watched his game too i can't remember who it was yeah jacob trzynski maybe yeah i think he got beat by jacob trzynski yeah no i I think he came in second doubles and second singles which is awesome for him so he's yeah i forgot about that yeah he's been on a tear man i I'm I'm glad to see him go up to the next level for a couple of reasons, just because uh, he's a great thrower, and then I don't have to throw with him if I go through a college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's awesome. He's a uh, he's super nice too. Yeah, yeah, he, he lost he's a great early guy. in singles because he 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 lost like his second game maybe, and he came mm-hmm. all the way back and ended up finishing second in his bracket. He was in the same bracket as me, so. Well. Mango's brother, we don't have to deal with him in college. Either, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want. I'm gonna try my best to see how it goes with the qualifier. But I mean, like everyone's posted in the last like couple weeks, there's 840 people gonna be there, and like 180 of them are gonna be pros already who have to requalify. So they're gonna be. I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I would. Yeah. But if, if I don't make it, I'm not. I'm just gonna do the college thing again. Have fun. Not really. I mean, I'm not like it's not my whole life if i don't make it you know what i mean yeah uh, but there's some people who are pretty much like they put all their eggs in the basket they'd probably they'd probably crush them if they didn't make it I, i'm gonna go i feel like that almost gives me advantage because i'm just gonna go down there pretty carefree see what happens yeah i i think that's a good attitude to get honestly just because you know for sure you're just like you know what whatever happens happens and if not i'll just keep playing college and i'll just go win it this next year yeah and i can uh i won't have to worry about kobe so yeah yeah or or logan (laughs) you want to worry about logan is is nick gonna be uh, nick's graduated yeah nick's graduated correct so you you don't have to worry about him i know there's uh, a couple brandon's gone zach owens is gone i think that's all yeah, so I don't know. There'll probably be some freshmen come out who's well. Nasty. Uh, we also got uh, Chandler, Chandler Davenport. Oh uh, yeah, he's nasty too. Yeah, he, yeah. he'll be there. Um, and his partner's his partner's name. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I slip in my mind right now. So I Logan Chamberlain. Say Logan Chamberlain got second in his bracket in uh level one, and he got. Let's go down here. He got second in his bracket in singles as well. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was, yeah, but that, yeah. Justin Burden kid's also he's nasty too. That's he's he's awesome. Yeah, I met all those uh, advanced players down there at Tridelphia or up there. Tridelphia. That's pretty awesome. 
uh, the Fisher and Gavin Cano and Justin Burton, Ryan Weedenfield. Yeah, man. Yeah, all those guys are crazy good. Yeah, it, it seemed like that that open was definitely stacked. Yeah, I mean, it was there was like a hundred and twenty something pros there. Wow. The yeah, that's crazy. And then, like I said, all those other dudes I just named are better than most of the pros. Yeah, exactly. Like Ryan Field and uh, Justin Burton and all them are better than most. Fisher, obviously, Fisher's one of the best players on the planet right now. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's on a tear. I I did number yeah. one player in Texas. Justin Burton. Yeah, Justin Burton, Texas. Chamberlain's number two, I believe. I mean, yeah. There's some big names down there to be number one over. You got AJ Sams and all them boys. So that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, uh, Caleb Batson and Eddie Greenersleep too. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And I think the craziest thing is there's two non-pros that were one and two and then and then the pros. That's why I think I I definitely think this year's qualifier will probably be exponentially harder than it was last year. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of those dudes aren't going to be playing in it, though, which is good. Yeah. A lot of the top advanced players are already qualified. So Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, definitely- I think uh, Caden Allen is also – I think he's, like, barely in there. I think he's ranked, like, 80th overall, and he's, like, he's like 19th non-pro. So, I think he's barely made it in there. So, Corey will tell you, Caden Caden is super good. I mean, he he's one of the best players in the world to me. Caden can take a game changer and roll it like Kobe can roll his Wizards. Yeah. And I'll I'll swear it's the nastiest thing you'll ever see. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Me and him uh, went to a church next to my house. I have a key to, and we threw today for like four hours. That's awesome. Yeah, he's trying to get ready for Worlds. Who's going to be your partner at Worlds, Ben? Uh, Caden. Yeah. I I definitely think you both will tear it up. I mean, I've got no doubt in my mind that you, you both tear it up. Yeah, so there's going to be some tough teams, but I, I think we'll do well. So what bags have you been throwing here lately? Well, I used to throw the Cornell Solutions uh, 77s. Mm-hmm. And uh, since they're going, he's not doing a pro stamp next year. So uh, I've been looking for a different bag because – if I'm not gonna be able to throw it next year, then there's no point in throwing it. So yeah, exactly. uh, I actually I've been throwing uh, Psycho X's because they have the same exact material as a character, so it's pretty much the same bag. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was an easy switch. That's what I've been throwing the most Psycho X's for Ultra bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those those bags are money. So yeah, you got to jump on a BG bandwagon with us. <laughs> I don't know. Here he comes. Here he comes. You got Mr. Ambassador. Mr. Ambassador. Yes, <laughs> newly minted Mr. Corey Riddle. New BG ambassador. Yeah, we got to get everybody in the BG. I I I can't say much. I I rep BG pretty hard here lately too. I uh, I'm I'm getting some sets sets in the mail from him. I'm pretty stoked about it. I I, I uh, Dude, after what I saw in West Virginia, I'm about to switch over too because there was so many BG throwers there that were doing the most wild things with the bags that I've ever seen in my life. I mean. They were rolling over bags that were literally like one beat away from falling in the hole, and they just roll over it. It was yep. stupid. Yeah, you know the kind of stuff right here. <laughs> wait, wait, I, I, I want to tell everybody in my club, though, but I'll, I'll try it. I want to tell everybody in my club, like, listen, you cannot throw anything but BG if you want to be a part of the team. Nothing but. 
And you got to buy them from me. <laughs> buy them. Yeah. Anybody listening, you got to gotta hit up uh, Mr. Riddle over here for your 15% off bags. He, he's, he's got the hookup. <laughs> if you leave, live near Kentucky, you can get the free shipping too. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty funny so at eastern you don't have a club right you just throw just around at the like yeah any, most like, of the time it's lexington yeah i have to throw in lexington a lot there's a so, lexington georgetown up there there's, there's a lot of tournaments so do you think you would have any interest if you did start a club up there at eastern yeah well i i think so because they do like cornhole tournaments up there like just the like the, I don't even know what kind of uh, administration does them, but I've, I've gotten uh, emails before, like, I mean, come to the homecoming cornhole tournament or like the, there's, they do cornhole tournaments up there. So I bet we could do a club. And I thought about it before, but I don't really want to be the one that runs it. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, man, listen, me and Rally are thinking about going around to each college in Kentucky that we can reach out to and trying to go help them start clubs. So if that's something you're interested in, like we're going to try oh, to yeah, do I mean, it. I'll definitely, I'll definitely run it if I have to. Because yeah, I know me, I mean, and Luke, me and Luke and my roommates can do it for sure. So it's already like four or five people. For sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, especially at a, at a D1 college, it's a lot easier than it is at Cumberland's. Uh, there, I, I was sad. There was like an open on the day they did the one of the uh, Cornell tournaments, and the winner got like one of those like 64 can Yeti coolers. Like, that's like a $500 cooler. I almost yeah. just didn't want to go to the open and go, and go <laughs> play that. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're like, well, I I know I'm getting the cooler if I go, or I go yeah, to the open and see if I can win a a couple grand, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Ben, he's like, ah, I'm not going to the open, and then he gets there to do the cooler, and they're like, oh yeah, you can't participate in this because you're already too advanced, you know. <laughs> uh, they don't. They didn't know I was. That was before the uh, college thing, so. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, season, I'm pretty sure. I, so. I definitely think it'd be awesome if you guys get a club started. I think I think that's the next step for College Cornell is to try to spread these clubs around and kind of show kind of show the nation that like this is a real deal and then hopefully we can yeah. move up to being an actual sport and getting some schools behind it and then uh, we can I really take off. 100% not even go to the qualifier if there was like an actual like mm-hmm. Like college league, like that would be yep. so cool. They they, do, they already need to do more than one tournament. I mean, they I, need to they need at least two tournaments, like a I big, agree. big tournaments. I agree. Like I, one I, around I, New Year's, one around Worlds, or something like that would be awesome. And then I think they should do where like you play other colleges in your area. That would be so mm-hmm. sweet. Exactly. That's something I'm trying to get going in Kentucky, Ben. I'm trying to get like a college collegiate cornhole association. Try to get like UPAC and all these colleges and stuff. They'll be like, hey, let's just meet up once a month or whatever. Or just, you know, go play. Try to get like, you know, basically games going to where we're having like our own little organization. Uh, it'd be easy to do too because you could do a, you could do it the same way the ACL does their team event. Like you yep. have, say, seven dudes. If they, if they didn't have enough for teams or something, say you want to do singles, you had seven mm-hmm. dudes and you rank them one through seven or like tennis even. And you play like they're one plays they're one, they're two plays they're two, and you just who wins like best golf. seven? Yeah, best best out of seven. So yep, exactly. It'd be, it'd be pretty easy to do. I mean, it wouldn't. I I definitely think that's the the future of our sport at this level is doing that exact that exact thing, and that, and that's what I'm trying to get 
started with uh, Chris Burrell and everything is trying to get some of these clubs set up to where we can really get it going. And apparently they've been working on been in talks about wanting to do more collegiate tournaments. So we're supposed to be having a meeting here pretty soon uh, yeah. about That's it. definitely going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't see any way that there won't be. And the more terms we can have, the more interest we can gather. Yeah. I mean, the, if there was like four, but that's not even, you know, same as the majors. Mm-hmm. And then you did one at Worlds. And yep. it doesn't even have to be the same times so as whatever. And it really, I mean, it'd be cool if they're all televised, but they don't have to be all televised. Yep. But to be honest, I feel like the college things honestly do better, like ratings wise, than the normal pros because they, I, like, people like watching the college. Exactly. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of similar to like, uh, football i mean a lot of people they only watch college football and they they don't watch the pros as much just for the simple fact i think a lot of people like seeing their school participate in other sports like cornhole whatever i think i think one thing that cornhole can kind of go off of is uh how big softball has blown up in the past couple years because it's become a huge sport especially around like oklahoma oklahoma has been huge in softball for a long time Uh, you guys are the best team every year (laughs) yeah well i i know ou is and osu they're they're getting they're getting a lot better at it and i think i think hopefully we're going to be able to compete here pretty soon but like just the state of oklahoma has like blown up with softball literally i know all three levels of softball this year a team from oklahoma has won That's which awesome. which I, I thought that was super cool that our state was able to do that and i'm hoping this next year that our cowgirls can go up there and hopefully kick kick some butt and make make the finals this year they were they were about two or three outs away from get, getting there and play, playing OU and having a Bedlam final. Which yeah, I awesome. love baseball and softball. I love watching it. That's my yeah. favorite. I don't know. I don't know if it's my favorite sport. I like a lot of sports, but yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite sports. The thing is, it gets overlooked just like cornhole does. So you have to like keep putting it out there and putting it out there. And then eventually people will be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, yeah. Cornhole needs to take advantage of like the dead time when there's. Like right now, no basketball, no football. Like this is when cornhole needs to be like just on every like weekend. Like there needs to be cornhole every weekend right now because that's when like there's no one, there's nothing to watch right now besides some random baseball games here and there. That a lot of people don't like watching MLB. A lot of people say it's boring. So yeah, I I the only uh, I I definitely think that uh, if we're gonna run like two like two or three, four nationals, I think we probably need to hit, like, dead spots in people's schedules because one thing that's yeah. really helping us right now is that the national we have now is during winter break. So nobody has any schoolwork. But whenever yeah, we start trying true. to plan for, like, like April, around the May, around that time, it makes it real hard on students to break away from schoolwork. So I think if we well, can do – you could do one like July Fourth weekend, and then around exactly. Worlds. That way, it's like there's three at least. Exactly, I, I agree. I think I think if we're gonna do it, our our best shot would be doing having just keeping our normal one in the winter, and then maybe doing two, maybe three in the summer, possibly just to kind of hit people while they're not they don't have schoolwork essentially. Yeah, uh, I I said I don't know if I, how I'm gonna do. It's singles 
at the qualifier. So I could go down there and like, just like I did in Philadelphia and just not be able to find it and go like five and three or something and not make it. So, I mean, I, I mean, there's a pretty good chance I'm going back to the college thing. So we'll, I'd love for it to grow as much as it can. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not as worth it right now. Cause it's just one tournament. Like I, yeah. I just want to play cornhole. So I want to play as many as I can. Exactly. You, you want to get as much of the big time, big yeah. time uh, development as you can. And I think that's one thing college can kind of be, it's kind of be like that. Uh, the uh, Basically how football and all the other sports are, it's a development stage. Like you're not, you're not like amateur. You're, you're a big time player but you're not there yet. Kind of like before you yeah, go to and for people or... who just don't have the time to, I mean, if I go pro next year, there's going to be like two nationals right in the middle of my, uh, you know, all my classes. So I'm going to have to go to like Vegas or something in the middle of my junior year. Exactly. And I mean, that, there's, there's a lot of people who just don't have time. And if it, like you said, if it was just in the summer and winter, then I could, I wouldn't have to worry about college. I could finish my college and then worry about cornhole. Exactly. So I, that, that's what it needs to be like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of college players out now that are pros that are still working through college. Like Jordan Power and Austin Slobom are still going through college right now, but they went pro instead. Exactly. It'd be cool to keep some of those dudes back there if it was worth it to them. Exactly. Have that incentive. Yeah. Well, Corey, do you have any more questions for him? You're not. Sweet. Well, I guess we're going to go and sign off. Thank you, Ben, for joining us on this episode. Yeah, anytime. I'll, I'll come back after Worlds or something if you want me to. I don't really Definitely. Care. We'll, we'll, we'll have you on like anytime, this, so. man. We'll have you on anytime you want to come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. This, this is fun to me. I like I like talking about Cornell, so. Yeah, that, not, nothing better than talk, talking about Cornell, man. Hey, yeah. we started a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome, bud. Yeah. Well, that's thank what, you so that's much. That's all I do pretty much, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Well, everybody, this was the, the third episode of the Collegiate Cornell Podcast. Thank you for joining us.